time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dance of the Soul. I'm Natasha Venter, psychic medium, who is one who loves and is kind and loves to bring forth um, awarenesses. People always say that I'm a voice of reason. So with that, that I want you to know that we are here, Regan Forston and I, um, on normally on Mondays uh, to do this show. And we're kind of on a, um, a four-step show series here last week was um surrendering so that um you know because it just feels like surrender acceptance trust and then forgiveness is the is the one right before christmas uh, the holidays here so with that that we're kind of doing this series and today's going to be about acceptance and Giovanni here is is one that I'm going to let Regan introduce him, but you know it was a great time for him to come on to talk about acceptance because I feel like that uh, we all struggle with acceptance, and I know since I know that we were going to do the show, I've kind of noticed where I'm accepting things and not accepting things, <laughs> and it, it's been interesting when because we're all in this moment, and I'm going to pre-warn people here that you know we're all in this moment where um, since the last full moon with the eclipse, we're coming up on a full moon on this Wednesday, that you know this month has been stirring the pot. It's been a big stirring of the pot. So if you've been having anger issues, judgmental issues, crying issues, sentimental issues, uh, what in the heck is going on in my life issues, you know, all these different things, this is part of the unearthing us being who we are. And that's why it was called, um, to do this, this series of surrender, trust, and accept, um, but, you know, we're going to do, it, it came up surrender acceptance today, which I'm grateful for. So Regan, yeah, here, Regan Forreston is, a, um, oh my gosh, I am so grateful that you have been on this journey with me for about two and a half years now. About two and a half years we've been doing this, yeah. Yeah, so. I look uh, forward to it every Monday. We just sit and talk <laughs> about stuff. Exactly. Gets on and things like that. I'll, I'll uh to give you a little bit about myself, people watch the show normally, you know already, but we have new people watching all the time. Uh, my name is Regan Forston, and I'm a uh, clinical hypnotherapist certified by the Newton Institute. And uh, I have a regular hypnotherapy practice where I, I deal with people that have post-traumatic stress, fears, phobias, that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> the normal things a hypnotherapist does. But what my what I concentrate on is the most fun part of my and the most therapeutic for my clients of the show, which is the life between life sessions that I give as a certified facilitator with the uh, Michael Newton Institute. Um, and what we found out a, a number of years ago was that when people are in a deep state of really relaxed state, like a trance state, they're able to transcend their awareness to the afterlife and back. So uh, what I do is um, I, I help people get into that state. And when they're in that state, they, uh, they visit the afterlife for a couple hours, getting questions answered, uh, you know, having guys and people on this, I kind of help them with, you know, with what their issues are, uh, what their mission in life is and so forth, you know. So um, Natasha and I both, we try to look at human problems from a spiritual perspective, which as we both found out helps to um, help people get past the roadblocks, help them get through the difficult parts of life much easier than just, just, you know, just butting, butting heads with the physical. So anytime you have the spiritual in there, it, it's a whole other realm of giving you more pieces to your puzzle so you can get through your difficult situations much easier, much quicker, and with less emotional pain and scarring, as I call it. 
right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because of the fact that that we see the reasons behind something. We see the other side of something and, and we give you help you get that perspective. So you yeah. know that it isn't about like for me, when I'm talking to someone who struggled with a, a parent who's passed and I can help give that message through my mediumship to give a perspective, help the parent give the child a perspective that they couldn't do in this lifetime because of the, the, um, the humanness that was attached when we're alive <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. It's like Natasha and I don't have all the answers, but we have quite a few because of our, our experience, both like with me being to the other side and back a couple of times and the work that I do with my clients and Natasha, because she has like a an open door kind of thing like mediums do. They have this open door to the other side a little bit so they can see things quickly and easily and um, and can can help us out. And I just wanted to introduce our, our guest today, uh, Gio, Giovanni. That's Hi, cool everybody. Hey, man, so glad to have you on here. Gio's has become a friend of mine. Um, I don't know. We just seem to have some kind of soul connection, I think, from. Uh, oh, you and me have been on a long journey together that, you know, honestly, I, you know, I think it's been a long the while. When I met you, you just opened my heart. <laughs> and and it was it's always been uh, great been a while since I'd seen him, but he's always on my radar. Like I'm wondering how he's doing, how he's getting through life because he's been dealt, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a set of cards, which a lot of people uh, wouldn't be smiling. Like, I think they call you smiley. Don't they sometimes? Well, that was my old nickname. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's also yeah. my grandma's nickname. So yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he's uh, you know, even though he's been dealt uh, uh, and he, whatever he's wanting to share with that today, but you know, very a much more difficult life than a lot of people have. Uh, he's still managing to to uh, have a good sense of humor and to, you know, try to help other people and everything. And that's the kind of, we need more people like like Geo down here because uh, too many people are the opposite, where they're you know they get they they have a little bit of a difficult life and then they're cursing and hating everybody and everything, you know, instead of uh, kind of going with the flow. They uh, and they slip into victimhood instead of getting into a little bit more of well it's always a struggle not to be in victim but yet at the same time you know there is a way of of trying to say i'm not going down the rabbit hole i'm going to sit at the edge of the rabbit hole but i'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of victimhood yeah. <laughs> and you can understand though you know sometimes you know for people it could be a lot dif uh, more difficult you know they could have a lot more rougher circumstances i was a, i was very blessed that i have a really good you know family life you know, I have my mom, my sisters, and even my stepfather now, my grandparents. So I was very lucky for that, you know, even yeah. though all the terrible things happen, like we're still all very close. I could see, though, some people who don't have that, it can happen. Yeah, it's they not don't have a foundation. Completely, you know? Yeah, you are lucky. I know I met your mom. Your mom was really sweet. And it was uh, actually her that I think uh, brought you to your first session. And yes, uh, and everything. Um, now, um, the, the, uh, are you comfortable with uh, sharing one of your main issues to, that keeps you from having a, a, a normal life, like what some people consider a normal life? Are you comfortable with that? Um, yes, it's uh, yeah, I have no problems, honestly. Um, you know, I have a good amount of issues, so it's kind of always it's a long story. Uh, probably can't delve into it all at once, but um. You know, I can yeah. share some experiences. At yeah, least. Well, just, just um, share a little bit so people get a sense because today what we're, we're hoping to do, and I know with you being on the show, you're going to inspire a lot of people that are thinking, 
oh boy, I thought I had some issues to deal with. And Giovanni, look at him. He's able to deal with these things and, and maybe motivate some people to, to kind of start looking at the glass more half full instead of half empty, like, like you know, like a lot of well, people. I hope so. And, and, and we have a couple watchers here. Um, Kamal said hello from Pakistan. And, and so Kamal has been watching us a couple of times and Veronica oh, yeah. says hello too. So we got some people that, you know, I, and I'm sorry for interrupting here, but no, I want you to know no that whatever our story is within, you know, a moment of sharing can help a lot of people because a lot of us feel like we're walking this path alone and we're not. We're no, not. we're actually all the same person, you know, most yeah. of the time. No matter what difficulties, we are all actually the same human being. Yeah, Doesn't we all matter, got you know. skin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go ahead. What can, what so, can... Um, well, for years, I've struggled with a paranoid schizophrenia which might have been developed from post-traumatic distress, uh, traumatic stress disorder, but also, uh, you know, it's also a genetic thing too. My uncle has it as well, I think, you know, uh, but uh, also I suffer from seizures, uh, non-epileptic seizures. Mm -hmm. um, so I end up, uh, so like my fight or flight response got so messed up after everything I've been through, mm -hmm. like it could be either something really bad's happening or I just have something really good and exciting happening and I lose control of my whole body and go into what looks like an epileptic seizure. It's not, but you know, uh, you know I try to make the best of it. You know, I crack jokes about it. You know, it, it, it's still, it's a tough disease. It's actually called um, psychogenic seizures. The old term used to be pseudo seizures, but they proved that, you know, patients like me, it's not on purpose mm -hmm. like they used to think. You know, back in the day, it was barbaric. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of people just all of a sudden, you know, war veterans go through, have these seizures too, you know. You know, anyone who's dealt with too much in life, you know, mm -hmm. you know, they just get a messed up fight or flight response and it'll look like a seizure. And trust me, I've ended up, you know, starting to convulse and throw up because of it. My mom had to flip me on my side because I started tripping on my vomit, but I couldn't mm -hmm. flip myself. So um, I also, you know, recently have developed uh, cirrhosis of the liver. So, I mean, it's been a lot, but I'm, yeah. I'm still trying. <laughs> And that's what we can do, because I know that, that um, I'm not a doctor by any means, but, you know, as as energy is energy, you know, I saw that your adrenals and liver and gallbladder were really, they were really messed up. And, yeah. and you know, our adrenals usually get messed up um, a lot of, um, well, as um, sometimes our thyroid does because of the fear and flight. I know that I've had to repair mine quite a bit. Um uh, to do some work on mine. So, so that's um, something you're picking up just seeing him talking. You're yeah. Picking up that about him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I okay. kept hearing, uh, I had, I was hearing, um, gallbladder, liver, adrenals. And, well, and it's funny. You're not the first person. Uh, I had a, a spiritual teacher for a bit. She mentioned my solar plexus. Yep. And that's where yep. all that sits. <laughs> yeah. So it's nothing yeah, and, new. 
Yeah, and and those those lower chakras is about being human. It's about being here. It's about being grounded in in being here. And and it and it's not necessarily there again. It is about acceptance. And and those those lower chakras are about you know how do we manage our life and how do we go through it. Um, so with that, that because there is some. Um, some miswirings and and i'm going to share something after the show that i don't want to share here because i want to you know kind of keep it confidential that i have something that might be more that might be helpful for some of that for you um, i mean like uh, some sort of exercise he could do or some sort of yeah it's it's do. a it, it's it's something that i feel like that um that that um i can do but or not necessarily i i but there's something, but I don't want to put it out here because it's not necessarily for everybody to do on their own yeah. you know, type of thing. So mm -hmm. um, I wanted to, I want to give that to you, but um, if anybody else oh, is struggling with this, that, that please get in touch, but it's not something I want to put out just willy nilly on the air. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. and also uh, sorry to interrupt real quick. Though. No, go ahead. Well, I want to remind people. Um, yes, I suffer from paranoid schizophrenia, but I take my medication and I want people to realize like, Sometimes you need the medication, even though maybe some of what you're experiencing might be real with a third eye. Please take your medication. There's no reason like if you need something to kind of keep it in check, you know, please mm -hmm. do. Don't do no, nothing too serious. OK, I want to make sure that's clear. No, that's yeah. good, good advice. So you notice yeah. the difference when you're taking it and when you're not, right? Yes. And actually, um, you know, when you were when we actually first met Regan, I was on a struggle of trying to switch medications to maybe find something better, but I ended up having to go back to the medication that I've always been on since 16 years old, even though it causes serious problems, but it's the only way I can kind of, you know, still be present and be here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes that's cool. Is it causing some of your liver issues? Uh, yeah, kind of. And then also I develop a movement disorder. It's called tardive dyskinesia um, and also dystonia. I'll get movements that are uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. um, I have a clenched jaw like I have TMJ, but still it's better than the alternative. You know, if you have a medication that helps you somewhat, please stay on it. I want to remind people of that. Do not just do something sudden, you know. Sometimes people need a little extra help, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and going through a lot of the the um, emotional stress, I think that I, I have a knowing that if I wasn't the person I was and the stress I went through, I would be a messed up. I, I would have a lot of messed up mental scenarios too. And I'm not saying that it's messed up in a judgmental <laughs> way. It, it's that the wiring just gets messed up and that's what i'm yeah. talking about that it, that the wires don't connect as well as they used to because i know for me with all the stress that i went through um and the and the grief that i went through that i have kind of some miswirings too um and if i if i didn't have the knowings and the understanding that i do because i have an understanding that in some cases with um the schizophrenia um, scenarios that it's basically where somebody is a spiritual being and they're a wide open channel. So a channel that's, means that's that me, they, but I need some help, you know, yeah, that they're, they're a channel and they don't know how to block 
they don't know how to block these beings that are um, sometimes angelic. Sometimes they're um, they're just walkthroughs. Sometimes they're you know because when we're a bright light, it's like um, a, a fly to a light bulb or or a moth to a magnet. light bulb. It's a so magnet. It's a and magnet. so with that, that we don't have the filtration where for me, I have learned to have filtration. Like I no longer am allowed to be a grocery store here. I am got boundaries, you know, type of thing. And if I didn't have that knowing, I know that I would have been on the the side of probably, I wouldn't call it schizophrenic, but I would probably be a little bit you know, where I'd, I'd be troublesome because of the stress that I was going, I went through all within just a seven year stint that it was nothing physical. It was all just around me. You know, when I lost my whole family within seven years um, and, and doing and having babies at the same time and, and a lot of different things like that. So with that, that when we're going through major body stresses and, and doing things like that, that, you know, it is about taking care of ourselves and that kind of stuff. So I am so sorry that you're having to negotiate all these body things at the same time you have all this other stuff going on. Oh, it's okay. I, I still, you know, every day I'm still alive and I still see everybody and, you know, I have great friends. I got great family every day. I'm here for them. And I hope everyone's the same way. If you have people who like having you around, you know, just always be thankful for that. You may not be doing well, but if you have people who care about you, it's always a plus. Yeah. You're, you are lucky in that department because, you know, um, Natasha and I both have clients or something and they don't, they have issues like you, but they don't have family or they're, yeah. they're all alone or something. And it even makes it more difficult. So at least we can really feel blessed, you know, that we have people around us that, uh, that care about us. So yeah. And, and remember people who care about us can be the person at the grocery store that looks excited yeah. to see you. Um, and, uh, and, uh, Oh, who's this? Uh, can you put the remarks up so we can see them? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, so, it's Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Hi, Jacqueline. I'm so glad she got to do this. Jacqueline Hello. is just a sweetheart. She's uh, I did a life between life session uh, for her a, a little bit ago. And she has a very someday we'd have to have her on or something. She's just cool. She's had just a very stressful life and she's managed to get through it. And she's one of those people when she comes in a room, just like Gio, they light it up, you know, uh -huh. she's got this positive well, attitude. Welcome, yeah, she's welcome. trying to help me to uh, to take a uh, neuro-linguistic programming um, seminar that's coming up and she's trying to get me in at half price so that I can do it, which is will really help me in my practice to learn how to teach people how to, how to um, reprocess things, you know, to look at things from a different way. Mm -hmm. And it all happens with, uh, with language and everything. So uh, yeah, Jackson. Thank there. you, by the way. Yeah, a, um, a really wonderful daughter that I got to meet too. Uh, that's uh, just an old soul in a young body. And that's, it's so far ahead in have a lot of them. <laughs> I relate to that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, so here's here's Gio, a, you know, a guy that tries to spread smiles and love and that, even though he's difficult. And, um, you know, uh, um, is there anything you can help him with, Natasha, as far as like why he's been dealt this in this life? Like, have an idea about what 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 his purpose is for. Or what are, you, what are you supposed to learn from all this? Because, you know, we can either curse it or we can say, what kind of, I'm, I have the situation, I can accept it, but now, you know. What am I going to do with it if I accept it? 
you know yeah. what what is that and that's that part of acceptance that we struggle with many a times is that you know okay i'm accepting it but i don't like it you know i i have yeah. to accept it but why do i why am i going through this you know it's like um you know we all have these different stories of okay here it is you know it's like for me you know something i'm eating is making me get sick now and i'm like going okay how do i accept this i i i i've already got enough here but i know that i'm i'm free from having cancers because that's my family's that's my other family story you know i'm here safe you know but yet this is that trudging through the new trees you know making a new path for me you know it's because i'm not going to be doing my family story so with that that there's this there's this dance of where we're going but how do we accept it but finding out the reason why many times helps us get into okay there's acceptance how can i do better like you taking your meds you know how can i accept this uh and how can i go forward in this dance of of negotiating so going through this and and what I'm seeing around you is, is that there was a part of this was, and I'm going to say the word, this is perfect why you're here, part of this language, and it, this is not the whole piece, but accepting finally being human. That's perfect, actually. That and, actually and I know that sounds simple, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Well, uh, that's you know a lot of like that's the difficult part about acceptance is we have to just realize we're all flawed we're humans so you know i mean honestly like if any being was perfect you would have to be almighty god himself yeah. or yahweh Allah, and, and whatever you believe in you know and yeah. that being yeah. is not perfect either because how do, yeah we're humans he made us if that's the case you know when we didn't turn out perfect so there you go it's I, I saw a sign uh, when I went by a church, a Christian church this week. It says, "No perfect people allowed." <laughs> I thought that was exactly, good. Exactly, exactly. So, with that, that um, what I'm going to ask you to do is, um, is uh, there is so okay? Because I see there's a part of your your because because of the stress that you got under. You know that you might as well i almost feel like you went through your personal war did you go through like a personal war yeah for years yeah um and the, this war actually in a way had the physical outcome of um i don't want to say gunshots but there was some kind of of weaponry that was around you that was very um warlike for you yeah okay and you have uh, not told me anything about your story yeah. so, um and yeah. i'm grateful so with that that when you're dealing see and i can see that your reaction here yeah. in your being not that because i ha hold no judgments if i haven't done in this lifetime okay. I've done like, others. I, I, no. I, I, I remember it very clearly and it's, it's no one's fault it's, it, but it's what it's, happened and 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 there again is is that um that, you know, I hold no judgment because like I said, that if I haven't done in this lifetime, I've done it in another lifetime. So why should I judge in this lifetime? So with that, that, that when we're going through that moment, um, and I, I can equate that, that this moment, especially at the age that you were and your brain was wiring at that time, 
right? So when you went through that, that life-altering experience, I'm going to call it, that it basically, as something was starting to come together, it shot it off. Yeah. Okay. And so, so that, you didn't get the right wiring at the time because of no, the because of the scenario. And I can say that I got the same thing, uh, you know, because of, or my, and I had to watch my kids get the same thing, you know, when I was in womb with them. So that, that, that you had came from a loving family, but there was something that outside of, it almost feels like it was outside the family yet. It might've been like a, a far uncle or a cousin or something that happened too. There was a lot of infiltrators. Um, and honestly, uh, yeah, you know, um, it's not even just, uh, I mean, yeah, my mom and my sisters and my mom's grandparents are loving, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm you know, feeling like was, that they're, they're the oddballs of the family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause you don't really hear me talking about my actual father. Yeah. So no. with that, and I'm not going to, him, but there was another person before my uh, stepfather now mm -hmm. and they and so with that that but what i'm gonna ask you to do is is that and and you have enough <laughs> my dear you are very very intuitive I'm just trying to survive during those times yeah, no, but you are very intuitive you're very aware of things and this is the crash that you're going through right now is is that you are um very aware of something and yet the reality you you didn't trust it enough and the reality was the the car crash yeah you know, and it was an energetic car crash um and it it takes the wind out of you it's kind of like for me when my husband got sober one day i knew something was going to happen that day i knew intuitively something was going to happen that day but when he got pulled over and um and it was the the thing that changed our world that I was like, it was almost like a, a wave that hit me and I had to learn to get my breath again. So with that, it felt, it feels that same way to you. And so with that, that I'm going to ask you that whenever you picture your brain, if I can give this to you, whenever you picture your brain, that you're picturing love and the wiring is coming together with grace and ease. I'll okay. do my best for that. I yeah. always try to do that anyways, you know. Yeah, so yeah, you're picturing that time. coming together. And then there's some other things, like I said, that I'm going to talk to you afterwards. But there's but there's this dance that you're going through. Um, and what I'm going to ask you to do, too, is whenever you think of the scenarios that cause this reaction in your being, so there was the cause and effect. So whatever was there, and, and I can suggest this for anybody, that if you can um, almost, in a way, because I've had to do the same thing with someone who abused me, you know, some things that are scenarios that, that have happened, that I've actually put that situation, trying to take the people off of it, taking the people off of it because the people didn't know better to do better. There was situations that there was, and so taking the the physicalness as much as we can off, taking the situation that happened and putting a bow around it and tying it with love and saying, I'm asking for healing on you. I'm asking for healing on you. And if you want to include the people, I'm asking for healing on you. I'm asking for healing on you.
I'm asking for healing with you. I'm asking for healing with you. So there's those two words, on you and with you, because there is that part that you're with them. Does that make sense? So, you know, doing that. And so if you can have those two mantras, I'm asking for healing on this, with you and on you. So are you, so I understand what you're telling him too. So is it like with a lot of us, when we have trespassers against us in a sense, mm-hmm. is you're trying to get us to look at those are just pe- flawed people that are reacting the best they can with wh- whatever they have. And a lot of times that's, they do things that are bad to us and other people. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of set that aside because we're all in a sense that way in some degree. Yeah. Right. And we just say, okay, now I'm going to take that in a sense, I'm just going to, would it be forgiving them or would it be, or just say, look, I just know that they was imperfect people that were doing this kind of thing. And I'm just asking for healing for them and for me, Mm -hmm. for what they did to me and healing for them because they've got lessons to learn too. Is that somewhere? Yes. And and, 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 yes. And and, and just a second to just so that I can, I I apologize that um, for, okay, I'm going to take the experience of me being a young girl, being at a neighbor's house and um, being touched inappropriately by a teenage boy. His brother walks in and then shuts the door. Okay. So that is my memory. So what I've done is taking that moment and, and um, tied the teenager in a bow and asked for healing for him. I don't know what happened to him. I don't care. His brother, I do the same thing, but what the experience that moment of me being the being and having the brother see and the brother do that I had to go to that experience. So instead of saying Joe did it or Peter did it, the boy and the teenager. So I dishonor, disarm the, 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 um, and take it to the experience. Now, how can I heal that experience that I, that I had of being mistouched and not helped? That's the scenario. I got mistouched and I didn't get help. So if I thin it down to the story of being mistouched and not helped, how can I ask for healing on that? Oh, and I'm getting big ahas of of how this has triggered many times in my life where I didn't feel helped. I felt very alone. And so how can I heal that thread? And then being mistreated by verbally or, or physically you know, by people just pushing into me because I'm short, you know, oh, you're not there, you know, (laughs) how can I be miss, how can I heal those experiences to stand on my own two feet? And I'm asking for healing on that. And that's where um, working through how did that affect me? And what was the thing that I need to work on for me to heal that? And that's what I've done is many times when I have an experience outside of me, I accept that yeah that was the that was the messenger i didn't like the messenger by any means nor do i want to deal with that messenger again yet at the same time what was the message that they were giving me yes and, and try to take that okay so, so go ahead what and then this kind of goes into and actually what you just said plays perfectly into what i'm about to say is because like 
during a younger period of my life because all those, you know, terrible, you know, verbal, physical, sexual things happened to me, I actually started becoming violent and aggressive towards other people. Never sexually, but violent and aggressive towards other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, because I was young and I didn't know how to, like, you know, channel that properly. And, you know, like, I was actually a bad person myself, too. Like, and then I would just use substances, like drugs, whatever possible. And, you know. Okay, so can I can I give you can I give you a language change here? Yeah. You're not a bad person. You are I, making I you are that. making you are making choices that you didn't know how to deal with the energy. So you are exactly. a good person who had bad experiences yeah. happen to you. Well, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like I was at that age, I was trying to compensate, like you know, like somehow like I thought that would make me feel better. But of course, you know, as I got older, I realized, no, that doesn't make me feel better. Cause then I, I did bad stuff and I'm not proud of it. Like uh, I started realizing, you know, no, it wasn't those person, those people's fault. And, you know, I apologize to people that I still know to this day, like, Hey, that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I'm sorry about that. You know, that was literally, I thought at the time, like, if I was this way, somehow it would relieve all that terribleness. Mm-hmm. But it never did. So I kind of realized, you know, not only do I have to forgive, you know, the people that hurt me, I have to learn how to forgive myself, too. Because mm-hmm. yes. it wasn't my fault completely. Like, you know, like I did terrible things, too, which I take responsibility for, but it wasn't my fault completely. Yeah, you know, it was a cause and effect. That- you had yeah. bad things happen to you. You didn't know how to do it better to yeah, when you're a young kid, Yeah, when you're a young child, you don't realize, you don't know how that stuff works. But, you know, I'm glad, though, things worked out as I got older. I started realizing no, this is not who I am. I've always been, you know, to my friends and people who know me, like, I'm always the guy who's cracking jokes, cheering everyone up, my family especially. So I'm very thankful, actually. I kind of realized even with those bad experiences, I probably wouldn't be who I am without them. Mm-hmm. Somehow, like, so that, that's part of acceptance, too. Like, I wouldn't be smiley, geo that I always am without all those bad things happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it kind of, yeah. like, made yeah. me wrong. Yeah, and that's Which really good. good. I'm glad you, you said about changing that, too, because I remember when I went through three years of anger management, and I'm in there with all these people, and we were all pretty much good men, but we had just made bad choices. We weren't mm-hmm. evil. We weren't horrible. We weren't without some redemption, you know, kind of awful people. We just were guys that just did made bad choices. And to frame it that way, it's um, it's it's a little easier to see how things really are. That you can love yourself instead of us daggering ourselves. Oh, I'm horrible. I'm awful. I'm, yeah, I'm a know, bad person. I'm, I, I, I'm hell, bad, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. And there still might be those moments once in a while where, you know, all of a sudden it's a bad day and you're like, you may still think like, oh, uh, I'm just like an awful human being, but it's just a day. It's yeah. okay. Like, you have a bad day. Like it's going to happen. And I mean, you know, but just, you got to keep faith and you just got to, you know, hope things will get better. You know, yeah. you know, 
And that's and today also, we're talking about acceptance. It's like some a lot of it's acceptance of who we are. And I guess who we are is we're, I just call ourselves angels in training, you know, and eventually <laughs> we're going to, somebody said, no, I'm a dark angel. I'm a real dark angel. Said, well, now I'm just kind of gray. And then I'm going to start getting some blue in my wings and pretty soon some white and pretty soon, you know, I'm going to be that, uh, be that, be that person. So we just have it. Like they say, it's not about how many times you, you get knocked down. It's about how many times you get back up. And even yeah. though you get knocked down, and Gio's that kind of person. He just, you know, he's been knocked down so many times. He's managed to get back up, and he's he's just, you know, um, trying to uh, keep a, a a cheerful attitude whenever possible. You know that way. And, yeah, and, um, and 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 a lot of times, if we're not dark angels, our halo's just a little tainted. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, some people really lost those sadly. Some people oh, really get lost to it. So. Oh. That, yes. that's a, a good a good question there uh giovanni and i have done we did a couple of past life regressions but we never uh oh but he did have you know the thing that i always remember giovanni that was that just thrills went through my body is when you were on the other side and they let you go to that that tree of um where you got to the guide told you to put yourself up against that tree with all that energy that healing energy mm -hmm. the the tree uh, is it tree of knowledge how did that feel? Can you remember how that felt? Uh, it was the it was the purest state of euphoria I ever felt. Tree of life. It was the tree of life. Yeah, it was, yeah. The, it was the purest thing I ever felt in my life. It was. There's no place like that tree. He kept drawing trees for months after that. He finally sent me. He said, "Well, I'm not an artist. I keep that. I keep that picture." Uh, yeah. Geo. So, so uh, just for people on the podcast, if you if you're wondering what Veronica said, Veronica asked if um, Giovanni yeah. had done a session with Regan and spoken to his guides and higher self. Uh, I so do remember too. I was actually on the council. Yeah. Do you yes. do you still have your recording? If you don't, I should send it to you again so you can. Uh, yes, I, I I think I still have my recordings. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing is, like I told you, you are a very intuitive person. Yeah. It's, it's the negotiations of how you do that is, is how, um, will help with, with your rewiring. Now, one thing we found in the research, when we have people experiencing the afterlife, a lot of times people that are pretty advanced souls, they pick very difficult lives. Mm -hmm. sometimes because they think they they go i can deal with it. i can yeah <laughs> like natasha she's been burned at the stake and everything imaginable in past lives right she's gone through a lot uh, yeah it, it's just taken me this lifetime to uncloak everybody from trying to t take my light bulbs away all my yeah, bright light all my oh all, all my all my mm -hmm. um i was taken pretty much right away from you know and and you know basically said you can't be who you want to be we're not going to allow you you know and these are star beings from many lifetimes so um i'm finally now freer of that so i can i can shine my light <laughs> yeah, well, and veronica, well veronica brought that up because i the reason i've been contacting geo is it so, so he, he's uh oh maybe 120 miles from me here and i get up that way uh every once in a while but um we just haven't been able to mesh where he's been available. I've been available because uh, uh, three or four years, maybe five years have passed now since I've seen him. And I know so much has happened in his life. And I want to see if we can do a session for him again so we can really get into detail on the other side where he can talk to his guide and his angels and stuff about his future and 
and also uh, give him more like today, Natasha, you're giving him more pieces to his puzzle. So just so when he gets when he's not on the show now, he can just really feel like he's not alone. He's got people that love him, that mm -hmm. he can deal with anything that comes up because he probably chose this difficult, tough life. And he can be happy that he's gotten to where he is and learned some lessons and learned to be kind and compassionate and all that through all the diversity that he's had in his life. You know? Yes. Well, and the funny part how I know Regan, which was weird because when I first met Regan, he talked about his past life of being a Roman soldier. Crucifying. Oh, yeah. And I think he was there for my crucifixion. I, I didn't put that together for a couple of years because, yeah, when I did my Life Between Life session, when I was on the other side, it was a Roman soldier and I was going up and down. This, on this white horse, I could feel my legs spread apart on this white horse. Now I can just feel that when I'm saying that. And I, it was my job, but I was just, you know, we were, Caesar says, crucify these guys, you know. Well, um, when Gio, Gio had one of the, it was interesting, Gio went through the tunnel to the past life. And when he came out on it, he came out of it in his death scene. So we didn't even get a warm up to that. So he was, uh, I remember, I, I can hear your voice still as you, as you look down and you said, nails nails and then we ended that session i got him you know to see that from above or something we ended that session then but then when we went back the second time we were able to get the behind story and it was quite a remarkable story that you were you what am i are you okay with me mentioning some of that past life okay. i mean you now i'm just you, you you were there and saw it and everything and i'm just seeing it through your eyes but he was going around with a, um, a Jeremiah or something. So it was another Jewish one, mm -hmm. and they were they were professing the coming of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, he got he wasn't able to. When I asked him to go to an important event, and they were they like kicked you out of the temple, like you know they didn't want you to go into the temple anymore because you were being blasphemous or something. But he he ends up uh, you know being crucified. Naked. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed to a cross, you know. Yeah, exactly. So you were also a Native American in a, a yeah. recent past life. Um, oh, no, and you that's were, actually my genetics. Yeah. And, well, you, the many times we have DNA, physical DNA, mm -hmm. and then we have lifetime DNAs that bring us together that way. And um, Kate said that, um, uh, real quick here, Kate said that, um, hi, guys, coming in a little bit late, and I'll catch up with you. Uh, okay. So with that, that you, um, you've had... <laughs> a lot of the same scenarios that I've had where we've been, you know, crucified and, 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 you know, done up, but you've, you've had a cup, you were also part of the, um, Oh, they used to ride around, um, in, uh, uh, Oh, what were they called? I know what they're, um, what? the Christ, uh, they, you were part of the Christ work. Um, you were part of the soldiers who rode around. They had the, the white capes, Oh, the, the, the Templars? The oh, Templars. You were a Templar. Um, and um, you were based in England for a little while, but you moved to Spain oh, wow. um, in that lifetime. Uh, mm. You were part of the the, the core work of, of helping save. You might be able to, if you go back, you might be able to find some of these lost pieces that we have because um, you were part of that networking to negotiate that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you see that too. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and now it's, this is what's interesting with Gio. Now, if I remember too, he wasn't, 
a traditional like Christian, like practicing kind of that, mm -hmm. but he always, he, he bought it. You had a cross that you wore that was upside down that you used to wear. Was that right? Yeah. The cross of St. Peter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so something in him kind of, you know, knew about the crucifixion or about, about that, but he wasn't conscious until we went to that past life that that's what actually really happened. Yeah. I, I used to have the cross of St. Peter. Plus I had the regular cross. Um, and I had the mother Mary around the same necklace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't practicing like Christian. No, because something. you know, you know that they're just beings, they're beings of love. And actually St. Peter is my guide. Um, so I always knew him as, as you know, uh, as, you know, just Peter, you know, and, and then he's been my guide. I knew, oh, no wonder I couldn't steal. I had a saint that was my guide. <laughs> well, I a strong relationship to St. Peter, too, because, uh, you know, he denied Christ, but he later redeemed himself. Mm -hmm. Somehow I feel like that's what I'm constantly trying to do is. Well, that's part of being human. Uh, that And going back to that statement of you being learning how to be human. But it's, it, I want to add in a word of, of it's time to be a safe human. You know, you've had a lot of lifetimes where you weren't safe. And how can you negotiate being safe and accepting where you're at, even though you have these scenarios going on? So it's that when you go into one of your seizures, you know, it's, it's that saying, you know, wherever you can, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. And, and being into that, I am safe. My body is safe for a change. You know, even though I have these situations, but how can I be safe? You know, one thing that was interesting too, if I remember right, uh, Gio, in our session, it, when he was under, he started to go into a seizure and I just told him to stop and a seizure just went away. Do you remember yeah. that, Gio? Yeah, yeah which was so interesting about the state. When, like when people get to this state, like we've had people in school, there was one uh, boy that was a stutterer and um, in, in, when he's in trance, he could talk perfect, perfect without any stutter at all. But it was just when he came back into the physical body, in a sense, then he would stutter. But on the, you know, so it's interesting. Somehow I feel more comfortable outside of my body than in it. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, Gio's a very good subject for trance. In other words, he went very easily, mm -hmm. very deep. Because it's yeah. safer out there than yeah. it is yeah. here. <laughs> and that's the, that's how a lot of us spiritual beings are learning how to be with a physical body. Did you hear that it wasn't, you know, being human? It's being with our physical beings. Yeah, the whole hands, arms, all that. Uh -huh. yeah. it's, the, it's the realities. You know, how can I walk through these realities? Like I've been working through a lot of, um, of uh, how people have been perceiving me and me perceiving myself. Uh, that was a mantra that came out. How do I pre perceive myself as how others perceive me? And so I'm reworking that again with um, coming up. And part of that is, is owning myself owning i'm owning being natasha i'm owning being the angel intuitive self that i am and that means love and kindness free of weakness so geo is we're saying to geo is as he's kind of doing already but still even though i have all these issues and stuff i just accept who i am this is me this is geo 
And this is, you know, so, Mm -hmm. so, so that. And I can heal. I can heal it. I may not be able to fix it, but I can heal it so that it's, it's part of me, but yet not necessarily going into the, the, the rabbit hole of it. Yes. You, you ride the roller coaster, but yet you don't go into the rabbit hole of it. And, um, and that's that part of scenario that, uh, that can be helpful with owning what you're doing. So what are some, some things now, as I know we have like 10 more minutes of the show or something, and I'm thinking here, what are some things that we all can do geo and me and everybody too, when we're, in other words, we're in this acceptance thing. And like with geo, he's, he's accepting who he is, but what are, what are some things that he can do to, I want to say to, to give love to, you know, for the, for however many years he has left on this planet and he's restricted, like, I guess with your seizures and everything, you can't really hold down a regular job, right? And you can't no. drive because you could be driving and then the seizure would come and boom, yeah. you know? So he's very, he's homebound a lot, you know? Um, what are some things, Natasha, you could think of that he could do? One thing I'm thinking real quick, Gio, if you haven't already, is um, one thing that'll help calm you and help to help just to help you in so many ways is to develop a regular meditation practice, even if it's two or three times a week. Um, you know, uh, Stanford or one of the universities did a study and they showed there's 150 beneficial things to the human self if, if a person meditates. I've actually been doing um, a lot more artwork. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a meditative way. state. You, that is a meditative state. Yeah, I've been doing okay. a lot more artwork. I, I like to do a lot of nature stuff, I've noticed. Uh, if okay. I do drawing, I've noticed I'm doing a lot of nature stuff and a lot of bright, vibrant colors. Somehow that brings me peace. Great. And that's, yeah, the people don't realize that when you're doing art and everything, you're in a meditative, it's meditation. Yeah. You know, while you're doing the art, you're still, your mind is active thinking of things and working out problems and issues and things. Mm-hmm. So good. That's good. Well, and, and for me, you know, to talk about this in a basic form. For me, a lot of times that um, to learn how to accept where I'm at, it's like, oh, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I see the reality of it. I'm here. Now what am I going to do with it? (laughs) And that's how my humanness accepts the realities that I'm in. Okay, I'm here. What am I going to do about this? And that there's that part of many times the universe doesn't want us to accept it and come into a flat, you know, into flatness. Okay, I accept it. I'm not going to do anything about it. But it's that that moment of I accept where I'm at. I'm here. Now, how can I pivot to where I'm at? Because it's part of us, a lot of times we don't necessarily accept where we're at. We go into reactionary instead of moving past reaction, getting into interaction. And interaction gives us a chance to sit and say, okay, I'm here. Now what am I going to do with it? And it's not wrong to be in reaction, but it's what we do while we're in reaction that is some of the scenarios that we need to love. And I think, too, a lot of people need to realize, too, because, you know, they, they'll have that saying, live, laugh, love. And that's great, too. I mean, feel all those things. But also, if you feel sad, cry. Yep. If you feel angry, 
feel angry. angry. I mean, as long as you don't hurt nobody or, you know, it's okay to feel that way. Like, even if you have a negative emotion, feel it. It's okay. Like, I hate, like, you know, the way uh, therapists and psychiatry make it seem like you're not supposed to have any of those emotions. You're supposed to feel that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's and okay. that's what they... not doing harmful, it's okay to feel it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, like I told my husband the other day, I have anger sitting right under the edge. Right under the edge. But what I'm choosing to do is look at life with kindness and love. Exactly. Because of the fact that even though I have anger right underneath me, and I that's that that little bit of a breath, <laughs> that little bit of a breath helps me not to spew anger. Yeah. It gives me a chance to really look at. Okay, I'm angry. I'm angry. When I'm I'm here. What am I gonna do? Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> here I go. You know, it's that moment of breath that gives us a chance to to negotiate a lot of our things like i said it's not about accepting the negativity it's not about accepting the 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 goodness it's no. about it's about accepting it for that second that yes. breath that half a breath the breath out or the breath in or even the breath that's in between the breath you know that it's that acceptance of where we're at to move forward and and when we can accept it, it gives us a place to pivot. It's a pivot point. Yes. And that acceptance is not necessarily a good place to, for you know, it, it's about judgment a lot of times. Well, I'm judging I can't go that way. I'm judging I can't go that way. I better go that way. You know, it's like I can't go right. I can't go left. I'm going to go forward or I'm going to go backwards or I'm going to go to the right or the left. And so with that, the, it's that moment of, of, of being and and i've had a couple conversations with with someone i love that you know it's like well why didn't you say something then well because i was in reactionary yeah and i wasn't accepting i was in emotion yeah. and i wasn't accepting what was going on with me now today i can go in and have a conversation because i'm i accepted where i was at so that i can make some good decisions better decisions and that's the thing that i want people to know is, is what you know at this minute in time is not what you know 10 minutes from now or two years from now so you would have made a different decisions back here but when you're looking at life what you did back here is the best you could at this time and you and telling yourself that geo when you were back being a kid who was mistreated and that was a simple form of a big, I, I, I can't swear on the show right now, yeah. but yet it was a bump, bump, bump moment, you know, that that when when you were there, you made the better decisions you did when what knowledge you had then. Now that you're an adult, you're going to go back and say, oh, I wish I would have done something different, but you couldn't. So please forgive yourself for that moment. I had to do the same thing when I was with my mom with Lou Gehrig's disease, that I had a new baby. I had a husband who changed jobs. I sold houses. Um, I had a four-year-old and then I had an alcoholic husband, you know? So with that, that, that all those decisions I made then I had to tell myself, okay, I know another year from now, I'm going to be able to, I'm, I'm going to be not, I'm going to be sleeping. I'm not sleeping now, so I'm not making the best decisions I can yeah. because I'm not sleeping. And so right now I have to forgive myself, understand myself, 
be aware of myself, know myself here. So that when I look back a year from now and say, why did I make that? It wasn't a bad decision, but I could have made a better decision. But no. still, it was the best decision you made at the time. The time, exactly. Yeah. We have to you do best. Yes. You're very aware that way, Gio. That's re it's really good. You know, like when we take these anger management courses, uh, they don't say you're going to take this class and it'll teach you to not ever be angry. They just tell you when you have the anger, now you have to manage it better so you make better decisions and not the lousy bad ones that cause a lot of problems to the people that you love, you know. So, um, matter of fact, uh, I'm going to give a plug here too. If you're anywhere in the Sacramento area, they have probably the best known and most successful program for anger management. Uh, started in San Quentin with um, uh, they they experimented with some psychologists and then had such success that they went out to the community. But right now, it's only like in the Sacramento area. But I think they even have an online course or something now. But it's called Man Alive like M-A-N Alive, Man Alive. And uh, they have a website that you can go to and get information if you or you have someone in your family that you really care about that wants to really get in there and do something and learn how to get these techniques which can change your life. You know? I think it's .com or .org. Um, I know when I type in Man Alive, there's a few things that come up and some of it aren't them, but uh, it's probably more like .org. I should have... I should have uh, said that, but um, no, it's okay. I put dot, um, uh, uh, but I I know I've looked it up and it's and it does pop up. So it's yeah. it's a because um, uh, I'm typing it in. And if you're out of the say you're another place in the world or in the United States, if you get a hold of them, they may know organizations that are in your area uh, that can yeah. help. <clears throat> yeah. So, go well, no, no, I say I went every Thursday for three years <laughs> to get through. Okay. We all have our issues, and we're just always trying to work through. It changed my life, you know, learning how to deal with with that, and it helps me every day, you know, with that way. Because still feel angry, but you just don't make the crappy choices that I made when I was a young younger man, you know, that way. So I know that I know that they're good, you know. Um, so. Um, Gosh, Gio, this is great. You've been, you just, you could have been one of the hosts today. You had such good, um, it's good been great being on the show. I'd like to thank you both. Like, you know, I'm glad to be on here. Um, I know there's only a short amount of time left. I just wanted to do a quick, uh, you know, just shout out to people. Okay. You know, if they don't, you know, for the people who feel like they don't have anybody, you do. There's people, even if you don't know them, who probably care about you and hope you're always doing good and doing your best. Okay. Yeah. Like even, I don't know people, but like, if you're always trying to do good, even if you make mistakes, that's all right. And I hope the best for you and yours or whatever you do with your life, just always, it'll be all right. And just stay positive no matter what, you know, Yeah. even when bad things seem to be happening. As long as you keep doing the best you can, I mean, at least you're trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good, Gio. That's good. So anybody um, <clears throat> wants to get hold of either Natasha or I, um, I'm, uh, Go ahead. Uh, I'm at visittheafterlife.com, and there's some great videos on there. You can learn all about this process where in a deep state of trance, you can actually visit the afterlife. Sounds crazy, but we've had, what, 70,000 plus people do it so far. 
Um, and it's like where you become like Natasha in a sense that you become like a medium. Natasha can just go like this, you know, where most of us can go. She wrecked me without even me being there. That was crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, and Gio, when we're off the show, man, hang on a minute because Natasha wants to talk to you, and then I'll oh, okay. I want to talk to you for a second too, okay? And um, I thanks for for being so willing to share yes. because I know other people that watch this, Gio, are going to uh, they're going to think, wow, that guy's got a lot of stuff to deal with, and look at him, he's uh, smiling and telling other people how to deal with it, you know. So that's much appreciated. That's what the show's all about: is this mm -hmm. dance of the soul. It's how all of us. Uh, uh, all of us, uh, what we call, uh, um, I was going to say sinners, but that, that just has a bad name, to, a bad thing to me. All of us that miss the mark occasionally, you know, what we can do to be better people. Imperfect, yeah, perfect beings. There you go. Perfectly that's, imperfect. That's, I, I do that all the time. I walk through it because I work at an elementary school in the morning and I walk through. Thank you for being so lovingly, um, perfectly imperfect. Yeah, you know, and, and they just go, oh, I needed that. <laughs> yeah, we need to love ourselves more. And, you know, the one thing they tell us from the other side, when we're when being from the other side of communicating, the number one thing is what says even in the Bible is love thyself, you know, thyself. and uh, we've got to do that. The, the bet we can't love anything more than we love ourselves. So that's a good incentive to get to love ourselves because then we can love everybody in our life even more. So thanks, Gio. So, uh, and Natasha, how do they get a hold of you? You can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. And, you know, this is kind of a little bit of what I do when we're one-on-one -on -one and, and it's yeah. very um, individual once we get to work with, when I get to work with you. I also love to do group mediumships and group sessions like this too, to, to support people. And I can do it um, virtually or um or I can do, obviously I can do it virtually or I can do it um, in person. I'm up in here in Washington, there in California. So with that, that um, I, you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. You will also catch us next Monday at four o'clock Pacific time on YouTube and on um, Facebook and Facebook. Twitter. Um, and we're going to be talking about trust. Uh, so next week will be about trust and on this Wednesday, because I have my show, um, Angelic uh, Life Clarifications with Natasha. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, it's a full moon. So I'm going to talk about a little bit about mm -hmm. that full moon and the energies that we've been working through, because a lot of us are working with through anger. And so I might be kind of talking a little bit about the anger <laughs> issues that we've been having lately and how spontaneous it can be sitting underneath the edge of life. So, so uh, Wednesday oh, at four o'clock Pacific time, it will yeah. be on, um, uh, on the same stations and same channels. I'll probably be on Instagram at the same time, Natasha Venter at 11. So yeah. look for inspirational quotes and videos. And if you are on a platform, um, my YouTube channel has like almost 400 videos on there of short videos and feng shui videos and mantras of the week and different um, st stations. So um, if you'd like to subscribe to that, I would be grateful. So yeah. blessings to all and thank you for coming and we will see you next week. Bye now. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy thank holidays. You. Yeah, so hang on. We're way bye. <laughs>